What's your passion? What makes you wake up every morning? What keeps you up at night? What values do you believe in? What problems do you want to solve? Lastly, what makes you, you? Hi, this is Jen Kahukom, and welcome to Your Brand, Your Story podcast, where we share stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. Good day, everyone. Our guest for today is passionate in helping people who would like to start working from home. She actually regularly creates content, which mostly include practical guides to help people so they can start working from home, um, either as a virtual assistant or, uh, or an online professional in a specific field. You'll see her content on YouTube, on her website, and even um, on marketing in Asia. And she also does um, regular Facebook Live sessions. She's the founder, by the way, of an online community on Facebook called Philippine Home-Based Virtual Assistants, which now has almost um, 80,000 members. Please, everyone, let's all welcome Dolores or Tiny Tarantino. Good morning, Tiny. (laughs) Thank you for that warm welcome and the introduction. Jen, thank you for having me here in your YBYS podcast. Thank (laughs) you. It's a pleasure of mine. (laughs) Thank you as well for agreeing to do this. Okay, so yeah, I'll cut to the chase. So um, our listeners would uh, like to know, tell us a bit about yourself, you know, what you're passionate about, what problems you'd like to solve, and why you started this community. I have been working as an events management, uh, into events management, rather. Um, that's my, that's my uh, totality of my experience, if I may say. And then I felt like I was burned out already because of the um, it's, it's, it's a routine, you know, it's a routinary thing. So for years and years. And so I told myself, um, I should start doing something that, you know, it's, it's about me. It's about me learning things. It's about starting, starting anew. So I never had an idea, an idea about working from home, but I've been hearing it. So I did my homework. Um, I researched about it. And plainly, during the time in 2014, I have no idea what they're actually looking for, how to really, <clears throat> excuse me, how to really start with this career. So I, I believe that when I start on something, I want to really pursue it. I would really work work on it, and you know, give me some ideas so that I can better start with um, with this career. And then, so trying to figure out, trying to do some research. I was able to look for a, a position from this outsourcing agency and they really opened the avenue for me, the opportunity for me that um, until now I'm still working with them and that opportunity led me to another. So having, having said that, I have no experience about uh, being a virtual assistant, but I have an experience with the, with the work I've had before. I used that as my edge and pursued something new because Certainly, it's a different um, it's a different world for me. It's a different uh, environment for me. 
So I really looked into this and I said, this is something I would love to do because I get to, I get to learn something. I get to experience something new, which is really uh, exciting because when you're working in the office, normally, like what I said, it's a routinary thing. So when I was uh, experiencing different things now, I'm, exp I'm exposing myself or exploring a lot of things rather like new tools, software and everything. I said, wow, I'm learning much better. I'm learning more compared to what I have been doing before. I'm not saying I did, did not enjoy my, my passion before, my, my work before, but this is really different. You can feel, you can feel the uh, urge for you to really go on, learn new things. And from that, um, being a virtual assistant, I thought that there would be a need eventually. But when I was starting, of course, I was not that, um, I'm not sure yet if this is something that I will be seeing a long term for me. But I made it such a long term because I was envisioning myself to be able to, you know, spread my wings and get more clients. That's my that was my thought about before, get more clients and earn more. So then I realized the market is really growing. There are a lot of people needing, um, clients needing a lot of VAs. And so I thought of doing the community. The purpose of the community <clears throat> at first was just to have an avenue where virtual assistants just like me can, you know, um, say their experiences or uh, share their stories, something to that effect. You know, we can open up, rant, whatever. <laughs> but then again, times changed. I was not so active that time because I have been working with several number of clients. And then one time, I think that was in 2018 or 19, most of the members now are trying to reach out to me and say, um, are you not going to do something about, uh, you know, offering something like FB Live or whatsoever? They're asking questions now. I said, I think I'm not ready yet. And then they say, how long have you been working as a VA? I said, I started in 2014. And um, I wasn't even thinking that I would be training people. I was not even thinking about that. But it was part of my plan. But I, I was not uh, thinking that I'm ready by that time in 2018 or 19. So then, uh, with the urge, with the urge of clamor, probably I would say, I said, okay, let, give me time. Let me hold off for a while. Let me assess myself and see if I can really push, pull this through. And if I'm able to, you know, share the knowledge I have. And with the wisdom and, you know, prayers to God asking if I can do this now. I felt that there's already the, the, the inclination. I, I felt that there's something there that I can do now. So little by little, I started doing the FB Live, sharing something here and there. And then it evolved to creating the training for the members. I really thought of doing the training only for the members from the, from the beginning because that's exactly what I would love for them to also capture or to, to advocate. And eventually, I, I little by little, I'm announcing it outside because of the fact that I know there are a lot of training programs out there that may not be too that may be too much for them. So I thought I'd love I'd I'd love my program to be something that they can use immediately that is not too expensive, but it's already informative enough that can help them start their career. So that's the beginning of my virtual assistance career and the Hope Philippine home based virtual assistance FB community. So it, it's not just as easy as one, two, three that I've created it now and it's a boom. 
it it took time at least five years five or four years in the making because i created the facebook group in 2017 if i'm not mistaken and then i i said okay 2019 that's the official um launching of the program of me being very active now as the leader of the community that's amazing <laughs> yeah, I no, you know, I I really meant it when I said that because I remember when I started um, working from home back in two thousand eight. I you said uh, you started uh, two thousand fourteen, right? Yeah, and correct. in just a few years, you were able to um, lead a huge community. And back then, when I started in two thousand eight. Um, although not having much resources online back then was was no excuse. I mean, if if you if you really um, have that you know urge to help, um, yeah, you, you you'd do it. You'd find ways. And I do remember back then I was I was swamped with clients, and I I didn't entertain back then. Um, of forming a group, I guess I didn't have the confidence um, then in myself, and it was mm -hmm. only recently when you know people started to reach out to me, uh, you know, if if I could share insights. Yeah, sure. Then that was when I met you. I met you know <laughs> Eunice. She'll also be our guest, and I I do see that you know a lot. Most of the most of those who started uh, during, you know, uh, latter years, um, mm, the recent yeah. years, they are the ones who are really passionate about sharing what they know, which is, uh, which is a, which is what I really admire. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, a lot of people are now like you, um, who. Who embrace you know collaboration? Who also are generous with their insights? What I mean? What's your take on that? Because I'm pretty sure you've you've also been at the time when you know people would rather mind their own business. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I get yeah. you there. I also had the thought. Remember when I mentioned I was focused with my clients because my intention at the time really was to earn <laughs> because I need to bring. I need to support also my family, help my husband. But then again, I, I'm reading a uh, John Maxwell book and it's about leadership. We may not be leading people in the work scope right now because we don't have people, we don't have staff, you know, we do not have the staff. But then again, leadership doesn't just, it doesn't just mean that you need, you need to have the staff in order for you to lead. So it's really a big, um, it's, an, it's a mind or an eye opener for me that you don't have you don't need to have the staff for you to lead so what i'm saying is that if you find it in your heart the genuine the genuinely that you would want to help you can start somewhere else you can start little by little like what i did i never thought that this will come this big i mean it may not be that huge enough right now but for me this is already gigantic it's a gigantic move from what i was doing before to what i'm doing right now but i treat this as not really just 100% business. Yes, I have to think about the business side because I have to pay some things here and there. But then again, the, the, like what you've mentioned, authenticity of what you're doing really has to reflect 
people has to feel you if you're really true to what you're doing and that's what i'm trying to to showcase that's what i'm trying to, to make them feel that when you talk to me it's not about okay you i will charge you this much mu- this much because this is my hourly rate it's not like that because i set aside when i talk to my clients with, with these are the clients that i'm working as a va of course that's a different story but when i talk to people who i feel like there's a um they they really are touching my heart with their stories some of them especially now with this pandemic they have these stories of they they lost their jobs because of the situation it's really it's really heavy to take someone's money if you feel like they need it most rather than you so there are times i really do not accept money and i just help them again for me money is not the measure it's not the indicator that you are successful for me i have been saying this uh, out loud my my indicator for me to say that I am happy or successful is because I'm happy with what I'm doing. And um, you just have to be true to what you're doing. You just have to be authentic, like what you always say. I think that's the key here. You just have to show you're passionate about it and you're true to what you're doing. And um, eventually the you will reap the reward. You you have to saw you you have to reap what you saw eventually, but you don't have to expect tomorrow I will um, I will reap what I saw. It, it, it takes time. It takes time. Everything that we do takes time. If we're if we're um, after the results immediately, then you're not um, you're not planning enough. You're not thinking thinking that. Uh, what what do, what do I have to say? Because I think people are, right now they want to get, to see the results immediately, and that's I think the failure of most because of a lot of misinformation also that they see. Um, around the corners of everywhere. Right. Social media now plays a, a very big role. So if the people will not be given the right information and if they receive misinformation, they tend to think that when you become a home-based professional, you earn immediately, which I always say that it takes time. Everything has its um, the peak, you know. You have to work on something first now. And then eventually, yeah, you will reap something eventually, you know, that, that would really take time. You cannot just, um, uh, what do you call this, grow a plant right now and tomorrow it has leaves already. Even mongo leaves <laughs> will grow <laughs> a number of days, right? Yes, that's so right. give yourself time. Yes. Um, I, I like the fact that I've also, you know, um, watched uh, a few of your FB live sessions, and you, um, I do really hear you um, uh, advocating about you know uh, about being patient, you know about you know um, basically not uh, teaching teaching people not to uh, immediately focus on the pay that goes yeah. with the work from home setup. And it's also something that I resonate with time and again since I also teach you know, branding to people. And more often than not, those people who want to stand out with their personal brand have the immediate goal of um, attracting um, mm. high-ticket clients. And, yeah. and once in a while, I do remind them that in everything that you do, um, whatever your use for personal brand is, it's, um, it's always attractive to any kind of client 
if you only make money as a consequence and, yes. and, and not focus. So, yeah, um, thank you for yeah, ad advocating that to your community as well. So, yeah, yeah. We, can, we can only do so much, but at the end of the day, it's really up to them. True, true. Now, I do understand that you know, leading and running a community with your work with your personal clients at the same time could be um, could be something challenging to deal with on a on a regular basis. I'm just curious to know was was there a moment when you you know sort of became vulnerable perhaps um, I mean can you share with us that moment and what whatever lesson that you've gained during your vulnerable moments? I mean, it could be, you know, um, a vulnerable moment with, with a client or with a community or, or a moment when you got frustrated. Because let's face it, even if you're able to grow um, a community up to, you know, um, 80,000 members or even if you were able to reach, let's say, six figures of income every month, I mean... <laughs> As they say, the is not a straight line. Straight I want. I'm sorry. I have to laugh on that. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm wishing on that. Yeah, but then, well, it's it's uh it, it's not a remote possibility. Yes, yes. That's why I said I'm wishing on that too. <laughs> Well, okay, go ahead. So, yeah. So, like I said, I mean, were, were there moments when you felt vulnerable or felt frustrated? What, oh, what were your thoughts when, when you'd feel, you know, being vulnerable and being frustrated, whether it's, you know, with the community or with the clients that you work with? How do you handle um, such situations? I think everybody's fragile sometimes, no? Uh, we have that weaknesses. And when that comes to me, I just stop. Because I, if I can continue on doing something and I feel like I'm broken at that moment, I don't think I can accomplish things, no? It, it's been a practice of mine ever since I've been working. When I don't feel better or don't feel good to myself, right? I feel like, you know, there's something missing in you. I don't have that energy. I don't have that enthusiasm because I, 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 have, I have done something wrong. I just stop and then um, refocus for a while because if I'm going to continue doing on that thing, what I'm ever, whatever I'm doing, it might just cause more problems. So that's, that's something we have to learn. We have to, to learn how to pause. We have to learn when to unplug. So we are all vulnerable because of the, of the things that we do. We juggle time. We have a lot of things in mind. And sometimes we make mistakes. You have to acknowledge we make mistakes. If you don't accept or you don't face that, or you, if you feel like, you know, I'm already Dolores, I don't make mistakes, that's really a big bull. And I don't believe in such. Everybody has a, uh, always a room for growth, room for improvement. That's why I always say there's no such thing as 100%. If you are thinking of yourself that you are already 100%, then it means to say you're such a perfect person and there's no need for you to do this and to improve this because you're telling already, or you're thinking that you're already 100%, which I don't think that way. I always leave for me at least 20% for areas to, to really grow, improve. Not everything in this life we already know. We have, to, we have to accept that as a fact. 
So if I feel like, okay, this moment, I feel like there's something that I have to focus on, I will focus myself on that rather than, you know, defocus myself and do everything once at once. It will, it will make more life crazier for me. I believe I'm an organized person and I, don't, I, I do multitask. But when I feel like I'm really in that mood, I'm doing on the other hand and focus on this because this needs my attention. It's hard to work with clients, especially they have expectations from you. It's more harder to handle people, a lot of different people who has a lot of different expectations from you. But I am only human. I'm only me. I can, only, I can also make mistakes. But I'm not afraid to say, you know, um, I make mistakes. Because if I am afraid to show you that, then, you know, I'm just pretending to be someone who I am not. So I think that's the more, that's, that's for me. That's my personality. People can sense me. I'm very transparent. They know if I have problems. They know if I am not me. They would sense that. So again, my only way to do that is really unplug. I, I really focus and stop. Because at the end of the day, I have, that is my weakness. I tend to take it so much for myself. I feel like, what have you done, Tiny? What, what did you do? I feel like I'm, uh, I'm hurting myself so much where I have to improve that. So eventually, I've learned how to say, okay, Tiny, that's enough. Stop for a while, pause, and rethink. Um, that should be part of our, our, cir our circle, our circulation. We have to say that, you know, what, what, even you are a learned person, somewhere, somehow, you will make mistakes. And we have to um, accept that as a reality and a fact of our lives. So that's how I do it, Jim. I don't think that whoever it is, um, when they feel like they're not themselves, they really do something about it. They stop. They, you know, you can just forget uh, answering messages for a while. Just leave it behind and uh, pause. And then I, what I, the, the number one thing I do is I pray. That's the best medicine that I can really do. I pray. Yeah. I, I like the fact, I mean, even if the word is just so simple, but we, um, we often overlook it when we need to pause, need yeah. to stop. Because, yes. yeah, that's, uh, I, I remember in, in one of my talks as well, um, that more often than not, when there's a stimulus, because the stimulus mm -hmm. that we experience is not always positive. Yes. And we often just respond to whatever, you know, whatever stimulus is out there. So if the mm. stimulus is good in nature, we, we react positive, positively. So likewise, if, if the stimulus is not so good or negative, we react negatively. Yes. Little, little do we recognize or we tend to forget that there is a space in between where we can pause and yeah. stop. And the good thing about pausing or stopping is that you you claim the power to choose your response. And yes, by, yes. by claiming your power to choose your, your, your response, you, you you minimize the chances of you know destroying yourself in the process. I mean as simple as as simple as let's say responding to a not so good message or email. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's where I really pause. Because when you're mad, when you're affected with the 
you know, when you're when you feel like that email is really dragging your emotions, I really don't reply because then the tendency is you would respond in a way that it's not really it's not really the nice way for you to, you know, they might think, is this really Dolores? Because um, your emotions are too high. So the, I really don't do that. <laughs> uh, I will take it, I, I will take it as, as the moment. I would read it. Okay, this person is hurting my feelings or my ego. When I feel that, tiny, that's not right. Pause. Right. Because if you respond, probably you may say things that you cannot bring it back. So right. it's rather... You, you hurt for a while, that's fine. That you're, we're human, like what I said. But it's not good when your integrity and your, um, when, you're, when you're being questioned on that already because they know who you are. And maybe they would understand that you were able to say that because of the uh, spur of the moment. But, or, you know. but right. then again, it's best to just pause and stop and think. Um, that's the best solution you can do. Right, right. So now this time, so you you shared about you know um, how you started um, as a VA, um, how you started forming the community, the um, um, the, the the difficulties that you experience along the way, um, and also work with clients. I'm just curious now, um, over the years. Since you started working from home, I'm pretty sure that your perspective of life has changed already somehow, especially during this pandemic. I'm just curious to know, um, what, what kind of lens are you looking through at in your life right now? Basically, what is life for you, especially during these days? Remember you followed up or reminded me last night and I said, God willing. And you said, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> I am, for me, uh, I'm a Christian. And um, we really do not know until when we will be here, right? So for us, for me, uh, personally, I always leave it up to God. Whatever his plans for us, he knows better. We can only design what we want for our, we can, you know, create our own roadmap. But if we are not going to ask for his guidance, then that roadmap may not lead to something better for us because we were the ones driving it or we were, we were the ones who designed it. Let him be the driver for your life, of your life. And then I think that is more better. For me, life is short, you know? I don't want to say enjoy now. I, won't, I wouldn't say that. Pressure it or give it, uh, not pressure, pressure, uh, what do you call, what do you say? Make it a more precious time with your family. That's what I want to say. This is a very meaningful moment now. You know, the pandemic has taught us a lot. It has brought us a lot of thinking, a lot of realization in our lives. Just imagine one small virus that we cannot even see. It really tormented everybody's life. It, it uh, changed everybody's um, livelihood. Everybody's life has changed upside down. So if you do not have God in your life, what will happen then? Where will you get your strength? Where will you get your wisdom? Only God can give us that peace. And I would say, all throughout my life, ever since that I really um, allowed God to be the driver of my life, I'm at, I'm at peace. You know, If I rest tomorrow, I'm okay. Because that's exactly what the purpose of our life is, as long as you were able to follow through what He also wanted. But the thing is, 
right now we have to really give value to every meaning of it to every single breath that we have the moment that we are here with our family let's let's um enjoy that just imagine those families who are not together right now this is what i always say those ofws who really want to go back home but they cannot go home because um of the situation some were already they were allowed to go back home now they're now with their families just imagine the pain that they're going through and here you are you're with your family maybe you do not have three meals a day but at least you can you know you can eat twice or once in a while you just have to be happy with that at least you know you're all together you can do things together and pray that uh, this pandemic will really and soon but we don't know the effect after we can see now what's going on what's happening our career has been jeopardized as well yes it's true that um, a lot of people has lost their jobs but are you going to cry and uh, stay in one place and do nothing you're you're given an opportunity meaning to say if that is one thing that you have to look into right now i think you have to really go back to your drawing board and start again. Don't don't wait for the for the ayuda or for the help that it's not really going to come right now. So you have to really go and think about how you can, you know, get back to your feet and start anew. The, we are still given that opportunity. It uh, it changed a lot, but at least this is giving us an opportunity to also um, start doing something that is right for for. For ourselves for your family maybe for the world <laughs> that's a big uh, that's a huge thing to think about but at least you, you can get and think of starting somewhere um, read is one thing we have to remove that first a lot of people are now suffering so let's not think of always money 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 we need that yes but let's just be true to whatever we are charging let us just be true to whatever we are asking um, a client, if you're going to work with a client, imagine they're also having this um, situation. It's a global thing. So I just uh, want you to think and realize for yourself that we are given an opportunity to really probably do something good for us, for, our, for everybody else, whoever we interact with. Again, life is short. Let's just give meaning to it and a good meaning for it. That, that's so insightful. So I really hope um, our listeners would be able to learn from that. If, Dolores, since you're coming, because we also have um, listeners who have this you know, um, interest in working from home. Um, mm. What advice, you know, what, what advice can you give them in terms of, uh, because let's face it, I mean, we, we we do the same kind of work. We we both work yeah. at home, and we know that it's not just about skills to get your foot in the mm. door. I mean, yes. you need to get the client. I mean, what advice can you give to those who are starting out in terms of having the right mindset? That's a very nice uh, question, and uh, I always say, especially to the members. Yeah, number one, the, the mindset has really had, it has to change. What are your goals? Set your goals also. If you do not design your goals straight and you're thinking of doing this just because you want to earn immediately, 
I don't think you will get the results you want immediately as well. If you if you are going to look back on my story, I never thought of doing this because I need to earn immediately. I saw the need for me to learn. I saw that there are things that I need to discover. And when I saw that, I also pushed myself to learn those things because if eventually I want to make this as a career, I have to be good at it. Moreover than that, my observation with most of the people who wants to say or who are saying how po, I'm interested, these are the people who are really not interested. Because if you are interested, you have been doing your homework, you have been researching about this thing prior to saying I'm interested because the interest has already been there. You've already grown it. I mean, you've already pursued somehow that you're interested. You've probably have looked into some books or um, blogs or did your home. You have probably read something about what virtual assistant is or what working from home is for you to really say that you are interested, but not having an idea at all and not even doing something right now. The, the technology is very available for everyone. The information is available for everyone. Um, being a member of my community, being a member of others community, of other communities as well, I think most communities will provide you the information. All you have to do is really to understand, to read, to see to yourself if this is something that you really want to do and work hard on it. Because if you are always think of um, saying, I want to do this and then you're not putting some actions on it, it will always be a dream. So if your goal is just a dream, then uh, I, I did this video, start waking up. You have to put actions to what you want to do. You cannot lose weight if you're eating so much and not doing some exercises. You cannot buy a new house if you're not working for yourself or not um, have having a good job, you know? You cannot raise a family if you don't have to have a regular work. You can't, you can't ask a woman to say, marry me. Uh, you know what? I don't have a job. Will that be fine with you? So what are we going to eat? So things, you really have to set a goal in life, you know, a goal that will really help you to say, okay, this is my direction. This is what I want to achieve. A goal will not mean anything if there is no objectives. So these two, these words, this is just not a word for, probably this is a word for most or for many, but make it a point that it is actionable for you. Goal plus objectives means result. So that is basically the math, methodology that we have to follow if we really want to achieve something in life and be successful. Again, successful for me is not just earning too much or earning a lot of money. If we, if we eventually get that six figure, then that's great. But then again, that don't be the, it should not be the motivating factor. It should just be one of the, but not the list or the number one on your list that I have to gain this much or I have to also put in yourself, we have to give back. Giving back is also one part of what we do. If you don't know how to give back, um, then you're just being you're just being uh, selfish. You know that's part of the cycle. You learn, you share. What legacy will you leave? So I'm thinking of this already as my legacy. If ever in my time, if it is my time, at least I in in my small little way or in my own little way, I was able to partake something that I know for myself. I didn't just ask from anybody. I was able to share something 
And it's something that I believe can spark something for them also to start doing what they want to do. So you have to put your actions where it is needed. You have to set your goal. Again, the methodology, goal plus objectives gives you the result. So if you're planning to become a home-based professional, just don't say you're interested. Put actions to it. Learn what you need to learn. Um, don't be lazy. Don't wait for others to tell you what to do. You can do it. If you know how to read, you can, you can probably look into yourself and find in yourself, what, what are you passionate about? That's one thing you can also look into. Are you passionate about doing this as a graphic designer? Then make yourself good at that. There are a lot of things you can do as a home-based professional, but we cannot tell you exactly what you can do. You can find that to yourself because probably you're passionate about doing this. And so then use that as, an, as a start or as an edge for you to start working as a home-based professional. But at, at the, everything has been said and done. There's a lot of information. It's you. It's you who really can do this. It's you who will be design what your, what your roadmap for this is. And again, think about your methodologies. Goal should have the, the objectives and will give you the results because you're doing something. That's for me is uh, the key here, Jen, because a lot of people say, I want to do this, I'm interested, but they're not doing some actions. So what can we do then? <laughs> That's the only thing that we can do, push them to do what they have to do. Right. Yeah. Taking action is really the key and you have said it in more ways than one. So I really hope our listeners who are interested to um, do the work from home route would really take heed of everything that you've said because every little bit of it is, is really insightful. Okay, so thank you. Thank you so much, Dolores. Now, for my last question and you have to go through this um, uh, I mean, answering this last question because I asked this from all of my guests. So, Dolores, if you were to describe yourself in one word, what would that word be? I would say committed. Committed in such a way that when I think of something, not only for myself, if it is something that's going to give greater good for others, I pursue it. But if I feel like there are a lot of hurdles along the way, I stop. It means that it's not for me. So I am committed, but when I feel like it's not the right path for me, I really stop. At the end of the day, if you keep pushing something that is not meant for you, it will be, you know, you will just feel frustrated. You will just feel like I've done the best that I could, but why is it like this? It's just it's just showing us that we're, we're human and we're, like, I get, like what I said, we make mistakes, accept that we make mistakes. If it is not for you, then stop. Okay? But, you know, rethink. Rethink of what else should I do. You should always have a backup plan. Um, be committed to something. But then again, there's, there's always a plan. Um, if this fails, at least you don't feel bad about it. You feel like, okay, I think this is really not going to work because of this and that. Then eventually jump into another part of your plan. In life, we cannot say that everything that we want to pursue will, will happen. So you have to commit on it so that you would see if it is going to work or not. So that, that for me, I think, um, is my personality and what I think I am, who I, th who I think I am. 
I have been committed with my life, with my family, with my career, and especially with God. So that's my commitment in life. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dolores. Not, in this episode, you have not only you know, let us know about yourself as the founder of Philippine um, Home-Based Virtual Assistant, but also Dolores Tiny as a human being. Thank you. Thank you for all the wonderful Thank insights. you for having me also, Jen. It's, um, it's really, you know, if I can only, if we can only put our brain cells to the rest of the people who were, we are helping um, right now, if we can also put our eyes to their eyes, if they can see what we see, the opportunities that they're not doing. Like what I always say, create the opportunity and don't wait for the opportunity to come. You know yourself better. You know how to, you know, you know how to think about and you know yourself um, what you can and you cannot do. Are you going to stop with that? I cannot do this. I don't know how to do this. You have to push yourself and learn how to do those things. Nowadays, gone are the days, actually, gone are the days that you just cry over spilled milk. You really have to have that passion. You really have to be committed. <laughs> And dedicated yes. to what you have to do in order for you to really say, um, at least I did it. You know, if you're not going to do it, then you cannot say that um, I tried it. Again, you will not see the, if you're going to make it or not because we don't know who knows. So just, you know, just try to think of uh, something and work on it. And for us, um, we are here to guide you through. It, it's not enough that you're listening to us, you're following us, but you have to put um, some work into what you have, uh, you think is best for you guys. So thank you, Jen, also for allowing me to uh, showcase the other side of me. I know I've been doing this as FB Live, but it's different when you're being, when you are the one on the other side being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you have shared a lot. I really, I really, I really appreciate what you've um, shared with our listeners today. So, um, do you have um, anything coming up for for your community that um, that the listeners might be interested in? Um, do you have you know a webinar or any online event that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, actually, the new article for me for the month of July has already been. I think it has already been scheduled for marketing in Asia. So I'll be posting that soon. Thank you, Jen, for that wonderful opportunity. Do you know that I was told I'm not a good writer? So I stopped believing in myself that I can write someday. <laughs> but you and already have how many articles out already, Exactly, right? exactly. And, uh, you know, that's one thing. If you, if you believe in other people, what they say about you, it will take a toll on you. And... I told myself, why did I listen to that? I allowed that the negativity ate me. So when you said, when you pushed me to do it, uh, to write something, I asked myself, can I really do this? Now <laughs> I'm here doing it and I'm thankful to God that I allowed that um, positivity come in and remove that negativity because it's, it, it took me a while really to write something even in our own website i'm not even writing before i'm just sharing some posts from others <laughs> now i'm really doing it for myself i write it i write the blog by myself so 
I'm happy that I'm doing this. I really love writing, to be honest. When I was younger, I really loved to write poems. But one time I was told that you don't, you don't write well, you're not a good writer. So I took that as a negativity from my end and I stopped. So now it, um, it opened me another up, uh, avenue or opportunity. And thank you for marketing in Asia. Thank you, Jen, for, for that yeah, great opportunity. Congratulations. That's all you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank how, you. How about any um, events? Do you have any? Yeah, I do. I was invited as a speaker for Arriva Academy. This is on July 17th and 18th. Um, you can vis visit their website, please, if you want to sign up. The title of the webinar is How to Become a Virtual Assistant with No Experience. And in July 15th, I also have a webinar with uh, Business Maker Academy. This is more of managing a virtual team. So if you haven't uh, gone to their website, we can please visit Business Maker Academy's website. Also, for the community, I think I have another schedule of a free webinar with the community, but I'm still arranging my schedule because I'm really swamped right now. <laughs> I do have a LinkedIn event. It's a free webinar to Jen. It's more of the title of that LinkedIn web free webinar that I'm going to do is Adapting to Your New Workplace. So helping the office-based people to adjust uh, as they work from home. So we know that it's kind of difficult then a month from a, to adjust from office space to now being bound into your house and working from home. So I'm doing this parent to help them also adjust to their new workplace. So these, these are the events or activities lined up for me. I'm still working on the date for the free webinar for the community. All right. There you have it, listeners. I'm not so busy. <laughs> Yeah, but as they say, busy is good, especially if you're helping yeah. people. So, yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, I wish you all the best, Dolores. So there you have it, folks. Again, that's tiny. Do um, follow or uh, join her community. That's Philippine Home-Based Virtual Assistance to those who want to start working from home. Thank you. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you. And we hope that you're going to enjoy listening to this podcast. And thank you, Chen, for having me here. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This has been Your Brand, Your Story. Stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. And I'm your host, Jen Kahukong. Do you have a story to share? Send me a message by visiting my website at jenkahukong.asia.com.